Hi, this is Asha, your favorite sexuality coach, and today we're going to be talking about orgasms. So, it's so important to be able to speak about female pleasure because that is our very right. That is the way in which we are wired. We as women happen to have an organ designed strictly for pleasure. How cool is that? However, we women in real life have learned to be afraid of living our pleasure. And in that fear and disconnection from our body, we are just leaving a little bit of that which we could be enjoying and exploring on a daily basis. I spoke more about this in my previous post about pleasure activism and how reclaiming our pleasure makes us free. That is so important to discuss. But then what happens afterwards? Okay, so you self-pleasure. You're reclaiming your right to self-pleasure. Yes, more power to women. But then what happens? We come to different places of awareness. <laughs> I want to speak about what happens. Not only next, but what happens in the process. Because this is the thing. Orgasm is not a goal. It's not a place we get to. It's not this um, ideal. But orgasm is just a part of the process, a part that can be expansive, that can be ever-growing, that can be ever-nourishing, that can be going, ever-going, keep us going on and on and on into different processes of awareness. So how would you feel about orgasm as the ultimate act of meditation and awareness. But how can we understand orgasm like that if we don't know the kind of orgasms that exist? Of course, we have the first one, which is clitoral orgasms. They're maybe the most popular, gladly. It's so cool that people uh, can have access to different toys and tools to stimulate this beautiful organ that was created just for our pleasure. I mean, how important does pleasure has to be in order for nature to create us in a way in which we have an organ just designed for pleasure? That has to tell you something. So we have this beautiful organ and it can bring us hours of everlasting fun. Especially if we learn how to act properly stimulate it, right? Like, leave me a comment if you want to watch a video soon speaking specifically about the stimulation of the clitoris. Because, you know, the clitoris is not just the little button that you get to see uh, on top of the vulva. The clitoris is this beautiful 
uh, organ that is bigger in the inside, like an iceberg. It's, it has legs and bulbs, and it has this beautiful part that is particularly sensitive. So it's anatomy. It's bigger than just that little part that you get to see. It's anatomy. It's intertwined inside of our labia and vulva in a way that just the right stimuli can, um, can open us up to the gates of pleasure. Uh, in Taoism, clitoral orgasms are the first gate. And this first gate has to be treated with respect. It's important that you know that you have to um, touch the clitoris when it is aroused. Differently from the penis, you cannot just go straight to the clitoris because it can be painful, it's super sensitive. It has even more nerve endings than the penis, so it's super sensitive. So you have to first start from the outside and then go to the specific. With male sexuality, it works the other way around. With male sexuality, you can perfectly well start from the specific and then go to the outside. Female sexuality is the opposite. You have to start seducing the woman, seducing her body into softness and openness and seducing her body into arousal because we too have um, erectile tissue. It's just that our erectile tissue is internal. So in order to stimulate the clitoris, you need to get the clitoris to be aroused so that its erectile tissue gets ready for the action. But that's not all the kind of orgasms that women can have. We can also have vaginal orgasms. And I hold my breath because I know that many people are going to say, no, those don't exist. Those are like Bigfoot or like the monster of Lake Ness. They are a myth. Nobody has seen one ever in the life of human history, right? <laughs> well, they do exist. And you know how you can get to achieve beautiful, mind-blowing uh, vaginal orgasms with the practice of the jadeh. That's, oh my God, that's the one thing uh, that I will always be, not the only thing, but one, the one most important thing that I will always be very grateful for to my jadeh. The connection that it helped me create with my vaginal canal. It's just the vaginal orgasms become amazing. And if you want to learn more about vaginal orgasms and, and the practice of the JDEG on how to create them and to do so much more than that, because the JDEG practice is not just limited to that, check out the, the um, description of the video because I will be adding some information about a, a 
program for basic JDEC training that I will be giving soon. It's exciting. Uh, but then we also have deeper, uh, a third kind, deeper in our bulba, in our vaginal, we have the bulba, the clitoris, then the vaginal canal, and then deeper in our vaginal canal, we have the cervix. My God, that is the third kind of orgasm that I want to speak about today, the cervix. Cervical orgasms are maybe the most powerful tool to feel connected to the universe. And I am not joking. I remember my first cervical orgasm. I remember that sense of oneness with the universe afterwards. I'm not exaggerating. It's like, I felt like an electric pulse of energy going from my vulva all the way up to my crown. And I could feel like I was just unable to move and I was really one with everything. That's the power of cervical orgasms. Now, of course, they are not so easy to achieve. They take special practice and the cervix is something that I will really love to speak more about in here. I have a video dedicated to the cervix in my Instagram channel, uh, but I will love to create more and more information about it because the cervix is the magic door to the universe, like really, <laughs> it's magical. So we have those three kinds of orgasms so far, but they are not the only ones. We have anal orgasms, and that is challenging for many people to understand because we have been raised to believe that Anal sex is something that we receive, that we endure, but don't really like, and that men do to us as a power game, but not something that we actually like to do. Well, that's so wrong. We can really enjoy anal orgasms if we learn to reclaim anal sex. There's a whole video about that in my history just uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's not so easy because the anus holds a lot of taboos and fears and tension, but we can get there. Then we have womb orgasms. If you're a woman working with your, with your ovaries and with your womb, with reclaiming and healing your whole lineage through reclaiming and healing this part of your body or the energy of this part of your body, you might get to experience a womb orgasm. And it's just intense and makes you feel so connected to the feminine, to, the, to this ocean inside of us. It feels powerful and delightful, yet pretty intense, like real cramping inside. It's, it's something that people rarely ever 
get to speak about, but can be very magical. And then we have breast orgasms, nipple orgasms. And I'm pretty sure you have felt that one sometime. I mean, it's super fun to get your breast stimulated in the right way. And it can bring you to that place of openness and sensitivity and connection that only the area of your heart and breast can give you. So there are those. And then we go up to our throat. There are women that have experienced amazing mind-blowing orgasms while giving a blowjob. Or if you want to practice on it without giving a blowjob, all you need to do is practice with a dildo. But yeah, the, the throat can be a source of tremendous pleasure as well. In Taoism, there is a connection between the nerve endings of the throat and the cervix. So that should tell you something. <laughs> I know it can be so magical and it can take you to a place of deep surrender and oh, just experiencing life and the boring life. It's like literally eating life. So then we have we have the capacity of women, as women, to have orgasms just by thinking about them. Because our most important sexual organ is our brain. So we can summon an orgasm. We can think of an orgasm or of a person that we desire. We can summon this pleasure. We can feel the pleasure. We can have an orgasm just by thinking about it. There are cases uh, that have been scientifically recorded and studied, and you can always look for them, about women having an orgasm just by thinking of an orgasm. It can be pretty magical. And last but not least, we have energy orgasm which are similar to, to these thought orgasms. They, are, they are, have more to do with this energy, that, this pleasure that comes all the way from, from your vulva, all the way up and then all the way back down. It's your kundalini moving through you. It's life force moving through you. It's life itself moving through you. They can be super life-changing and delightful, they can happen accidentally. My first energy orgasm happened totally accidentally. I was meditating. I was not into sacred sexuality, but my body knew better, and I had my, my first kundalini awakening, and it felt like if the universe was having sex with me. That's the one word that I can use. And I remember telling this to a friend and she was like, what are you talking about? Uh, but she believed me because she's a very powerful shaman, but it was weird. Like, how is it that the universe is having sex with you? 
And years later, when I started studying Tantra, I learned that it is actually something that people can experience willingly, like this opening yourself to the energy of the universe to feel it, making love to you. So energy orgasms can happen accidentally or you can actually work on them. There are people that help you move the energy through your body or you can move it through your body. I can teach you how. That's one of my specialties. Um, just like this, I can teach you how to achieve any of the previous orgasms in my one-on-one coaching program. Again, the, the information is in my in the description of the video. You can go to my uh, to my page and book a, co- a call with me, uh, so that we can work together on creating this kind of amazing orgasmic states. Because being orgasmic is our birthright as women. So we need to reclaim this right. We need to live this this life from a place of pleasure. How much different would your life be if you lived it from a place of pleasure? We can choose that. It's a choice. I... I remember a wise person once told me, we cannot choose what happens to us, but we can choose how we face what happens to us. Therefore, we can choose to experience life with whatever challenge it brings from a place of pleasure and joy. How would life different then. Let me know in the comments if you have experienced any of these alternative kind of orgasms. I would love hearing from you. See you soon.